Okay, my loves, welcome back. So today's episode is going to be about um, a cold case murder that was way back in the day, um, definitely before I was even born. So I haven't heard of it. I think I mentioned it briefly to my mom earlier before starting this reading. And she kind of um, knew about it or heard about it back in her day. She was probably, I think, seven, eight, nine around that age, like maybe like a preteen when all this was happening. We're from the South, so it was a couple states over from where we were born. Um, This is in Atlanta, okay? So this is the Atlanta murders, or they're known as the Atlanta child murders that happened between the years of 1979 through 1981. Um, For this particular reading, I chose a um, 10-year-old boy named Darren Glass. Um, I chose him out of all the other um, victims because his body was never found. And I feel like out of all the other ones that were found, he didn't have any type of closure for his family. They don't really know what happened to him. Again, this is a story I don't know anything about. I'm just going to use my mediumship, my necromancy, and my channeling channeling abilities with my dice and my cards um, to hear Darren glasses side of the story again he was a 10 year old boy when this happened to him in 1980 he went missing the only thing I do know is that he went missing September 14th 1980 and that was the last time he was seen or heard of okay so the first part of course we're going to start with my dice um when I wrote the dice with his energy um the beginning of his story that he's telling is Again, we got to remember that the energy that I'm channeling is the energy of a 10-year-old boy. So um, just keep that in mind when you're looking at the perspective. So what I'm picking up is that he was playing. He could have been playing and there was a knock on the door. Um, He could have been... He could have been playing outside or playing in the house, wherever he was um, taken from. Again, I don't know his personal story, but wherever he was, he was playing and there was some type of knock on the door, some type of um, person that was there. I feel like this person could have pretended that they were hurt or injured in some type of way. Again, his family, if they're still um, around, they may be able to confirm this knocking on the door or this stranger that came to the door pretending to be hurt, pretending to need help. Um, of course, we know from the history of things like this happening, that's like the first bait is someone pretending that they need help. And then they they take your kindness for weakness and get in the door just because you're kind enough to let them in and help them. The next dice, it shows me um, almost like there was no questions really asked or... Um, Maybe like this family, his family just kind of jumped to this person's aid without asking questions first, without wondering how he got these injuries, without wondering where this person came from, maybe. They just seen somebody hurt, and it's like they didn't ask questions. They just helped. Um, When this happened, I feel like it gave him the upper hand. Um, They could have attacked, he could have attacked them. His name is Wayne Williams, I believe, if I looked over it quick. His name was Wayne Williams, so Wayne could have um, attacked them or 
could have distracted them somehow once they went to um go get his aid so okay so if i'm if i'm trying to visualize this my kid is playing i'm doing whatever around the house somebody knocks on the door they're hurt all of a sudden all my attention goes to running to go and find some type of first aid towels bandages things that i can help this person that's hurt with so i'm not thinking and i'm leaving this person in the space with my kid maybe so when they did that i feel like they didn't realize it but that's when he was able to get snatched um what i'm also picking up is that he could have dropped something he could have dropped something um that left some type of evidence as to um him being there that day um or it could have went unnoticed because maybe it was kicked to the side some type of evidence on where he was buried i feel like um the ball was dropped like i feel like there was like somebody dropped the ball like instead of just looking into this one area or this one clue it was almost like kicked to the side on what happened and maybe that one clue is the fact that this person came in and pretended to be injured or um maybe we'll find out that clue a little bit more as the story goes on it's not giving it to me now but definitely there's a clue that could lead to where he's buried um but i feel like nobody's looking in the direction of that clue whatever it is it could have been something that the guy left behind that day or maybe he dropped something maybe there was something that was um taken in a picture of evidence that day but like nobody overlooked i mean everybody overlooked that one small clue is what he's saying and he's directly pointing at that clue with the dice um with the arrow so that's as far as i got from that one um so now we're gonna go into the cards and get a little bit more of the channel message messages from him Okay, so with the first card, the two of sticks upright, it's almost like um, he's trying to show people the direction to go in. Um, he could be somewhere near water or somewhere near a lake. Um, I don't really know Atlanta or Georgia like that at all, so I don't really know much about their lakes or their water bodies. But there may be like a river or creek, a pond or a lake or something like that um that he may be near um i feel like i feel like it's on more of the foresty side so if there's a side that's a little bit more beachy maybe he's on the forest side um with the black herman card i'm feeling like he's saying that this person was very um i keep saying this person wayne because we know his name wayne williams the murderer he was very um slick or very good at covering up things very slick at covering up his tracks um it was almost like a, a a form of magic in a way like the way he was able to cover up his tracks um i feel like um we don't really know what happened to the baby boy because since his body was never found it was never um the way he died was never um, explained to us 
I do feel like this person overkilled a lot of his victims. This person um, could have had him in a home for a while. He could have had him in his um, his home for a while or some home that he had that's maybe near water body or like abandoned, you know, those like forest homes or those homes where it's like in the woods and they're kind of like abandoned and nobody really goes there. Nobody really visits that person or maybe it's just an abandoned home and that person turned it into somewhere we can do this kind of messed up stuff. Um, with them bones in reverse, I feel like people are not really too shocked about what they're going to hear in this reading because I feel like this is something that was already out about him. However, we're just trying to get down to the bottom of where this young child may be buried or what have what happened to his body. So we're not going to be real surprised about what we hear, of course. Um, we just need to change the direction of what we're looking at it at. I feel like he's pointing to the obvious clue. So if people would pick back up his case and just look at it, there's an obvious clue right there. Um, this clue could be about, this clue could even be about where, like the location, I feel like, or the travel, or the route he that he traveled on or um something about uh if this person was on like a back road or a main road or some type of railroad there's some type of way that this man traveled that if they looked into that a little bit more um they could figure out where the body was like if you go and backtrack certain locations and certain stops and things that he would stop at. There was something that was overlooked at one of those stops. Um, with the Seven of Baskets card, I feel like um, he's not really at peace right now. His energy, of course, he's a kid, but he's not really at peace because people stopped talking about his situation. People stopped mentioning his death. They stopped talking about it after a while. It was all the way in 1980. That was 12 years before I was even born. And then we got to think about it now. I'm 28 years old. It's over 30 years of nobody mentioning his name. Nobody looking for him anymore. So there's no justice. I believe the man didn't even get off for the child murders. I think he never got in trouble for the child murders. I think he only got convicted for the adult murders that he did, but he had way more children that he hurt than the adults. Um, he's wanting to share the story with his parents, with his family, to bring some type of closure, to show them that he still loved them. He could be definitely somewhere... I don't know if there's a waterfall somewhere. I, I really don't know what Georgia looks like. There might be a place that is similar to a waterfall or some type of creek where there's fresh water um, is what I'm picking up. Some type of creek or some type of fresh water pond or if there is a waterfall somewhere down there or a place where it's like natural, even if it's in the middle of a forest somewhere and there's just like a random waterfall. He's there somewhere is what he's saying. He keeps showing me near water. 
Um, right now, I feel like he's not he's not able to give his family clues on his own. Um, as in, I think when I was doing my other channel messages from from other cases, um, theirs is a little bit more fresh where people are still talking about them, so they can the spirits um, get some type of strength from that on the other side, and they're able to communicate with you in a way, send spirit messages, knock on the door, you know, just do things to catch your attention. Since his name hasn't been mentioned in a while, he doesn't have that strength anymore. And it's like he it's like he died in vain, like his name is just is just there now. His death is just there. There is no justice served, is what he feels like. He's um he's wanting to bring clarity and closure to his mother if she's still here. Wanting to bring clarity and closure to his mother and to help her with her mental, to know that she's not crazy. He wants to free her mind, help her out. Help her heal through this. Um the most he may the most he may be able to send his mom is um birds or feathers. This person definitely buried him somewhere in the forest um, where I feel like he felt nobody would go. It's abandoned. Um, this person could have spent a lot of time out there and it could be where a couple other bodies are that were never found. Or it could honestly be near the ones that were found. Nobody just, I feel like they just overlooked one spot. Hmm. So Darren feels like because of this, Wayne walked free because there's so many kids that never got justice because of this. So many energies turning over and rolling over in their in their graves because they never got to rest because they never got a chance of justice. They didn't get the ability to tell their story, to tell what happened with this sick man. Right now, it's um, one of the reasons I feel like I'm bringing them up is because, of course, I'm a medium and I can channel these energies. But he's also wanting others to share his story because... Doing this could help others. It could help reopen his case. It can help the other families that never got things resolved. And it actually can help him be stronger and start to communicate with his mother more to help her and lead her and guide her and heal her. Somebody speaking of his name, speaking him up. Me saying the name Darren Glass. That was a 10-year-old. Me just saying that and giving it power can help him this podcast could help him every time this is played in my and I'm saying his name and I'm saying his story his spirit is getting stronger to be able to help he feels like the time is now for some reason even though it's been over 20 years it's the time is now he feels like because 
feel like he's ready to tell his story. He's ready to show others that, um, he's ready to show others that the ability to be able to find him after his case is closed is magic in itself. He wants others to believe he could be outside somebody's home. He could be buried outside somebody's home under a flower bed. That's fucked up. Yeah, I feel like somebody had to, that somebody wasn't smart or they didn't think wise enough. He could be buried under somebody's flower bed or under something like that where it, you would have never looked at it because it's flowers or you would have never looked at it because it's, it's this little tree that's been growing since he been gone. But now when you go back and look at it, it could be him under there. The way he was dumped was very disheartening, very cold. There's no love. This person tried to attack his spirit and attack him physically. I feel like when it comes to his mom, especially his mom or the women in his family, they're very protective. They could be very church-going people, God-fearing people. His mom could be a darker-skinned woman darker complexion woman I feel like she was a no nonsense type of woman or she is if she's still alive it's, it's not that long ago so she should still be alive I feel like she was very protective very protective and she could blame herself because that one slight moment lost her her baby um, she could have fought with this in her mind a lot for a while while when she was thinking about it. I know she still thinks about her child all the time, but I mean like when it was fresh, it probably used to mess with her mind a lot. I feel like they weren't the richest family. They didn't have nothing to do with money. It had to do with this person's sick serial killer ways. He's a serial killer. He killed somebody damn near every couple months or every month for three years. He could be um, in the South as well. Again, he in the South somewhere, but he's on some crossroads. So there's a there's a way. There's some type of direction he went. And I feel like maybe everybody searched in one direction, but then searched in the other. With a crossroads is a four-way. So there's four different ways you can go. I feel like they took some routes on looking for him, but they didn't take the others. And maybe gave up. But I feel like um, if they tried it again, they looked into it again, they would find it. The place that they're looking for is a place that's raggedy. Run down, abandoned, not cared for. It could have had some fires that got to it or like an old abandoned shed or something that got caught on fire, struck by lightning, something like that where it just looked like it's falling apart is where he could have been at or where he is. It could be 
flowers or trees or something planted around it to cover up what is truly there, which is his body. He's not able to rest. With the four of knives upright, it would have been him resting, relaxed, spiritually protected. Right now, he feels like he's haunted. He feels haunted, as in the baby that passed away, that got murdered. Because of where his body's stationed, where it's at, the fact nobody's talking about him. The fact nobody cares anymore. His spirit feels like he's losing strength. I feel like, I, I don't know the story, but back in the day, they could have offered maybe reward money or some type of, um, you know, when the story was hot in that moment, they could have been offering some type of reward to find this man or to find the body of the, the boy or anything like that is what I'm picking up from this. Um, he could be on a body of water that's big enough. Somewhere near a body of water that's big enough to have a boat. So I don't really know bodies of water and sizes and stuff like that. It could be, a, I feel like a pond is too small, but it could be like a river or a lake or something that he's near. Again, I said in the forest that might even have like some type of freshwater um, waterfall or something, a creek or something like that near that's big enough to have a boat or there's a boat near it. Like if there's an abandoned shed or abandoned house or an outhouse or something like that, maybe there's an old boat near it to help you find where this location is. I feel like people stopped looking either because the family couldn't put out money, they couldn't put out any more money, or maybe they ran out of money, ran out of money to fund the search. We know how that goes. If they don't have enough money for enough staff and troops, to supply the search and to take care of the law at the same time they'll call off the search i feel like that's what happened he could have been on the other side of the water maybe they searched on one side like i was saying it's a four-way so maybe they searched on one side but if they would have went on the other side of the water maybe you would have seen that house with the boat outside of it i don't know that's what i'm picking up it's some type of abandoned shed that's ragging um, he felt very unprotected there. It was not about money. I think I said that already. It had nothing to do with money. This person had money already of his own. Or he had his own fixings or luxuries, whatever that looked like for him. He didn't do anything that he did for money. He did it because he wanted to. Uh, Wayne Williams... Um, I feel like he could have had an issue. He could have had issues with his father or had issues with men. This par card is in reverse. The par card is normally like the moon and intuition and things. And also upright is having a good relationship with your father. This person could have had a bad relationship with his father. This person could have... um this person, Wayne Williams, the murderer. He could have um, had a horrible relationship with his father. He could have used that relationship with his father to take it out on boys for whatever reason. I believe most of his um, targets were young men, young boys. I don't even say men. They're 10-year-olds, 12-year-olds, 11-year-olds. They're babies. Um, 
he could have had um he could have tried to play the role of of father figure for a while like as he was he had him he could have had him for a little bit like i think um I don't, like I said, I didn't read the stories. I just kind of scanned through. And me seeing the different names from the different victims, it looked like almost he maybe had them for a month or he waited a month in between time, whatever that looks like. He could have even played, like, house with them, meaning, like, acting like he was a dad or acting like he was his support or just acting a certain way that he wasn't, coming off a way that he really wasn't to make them feel safe or to live out some type of weird fantasy in his head of some father figure that he never had. Yeah. Something about his childhood or his father figure, his energy towards it was unlucky. Um, He could have had issues with his father. He could have had suicidal moments, Wayne and himself. He could have had his own dark truths when it came to his father. He could have had dark suicidal moments and things that um that was a result from whatever he went through as a as a child himself. That's no excuse to what he did, but that's what the cards are saying. No excuse at all. Yeah, I feel like he had him for a while, a little while, alive at least. Um which is kinda weird. He could have um, played music around the home. He could have listened to jazz or played music while Darren Glass was in Wayne Williams' uh, presence when he kidnapped him. Um, He never wanted to give him any type of love. So even if he was playing house and playing dad and and living out scenes that happened with his own father with him and his trauma. He never had good intentions. He um this is gonna get a little dark. But he could have um he could have cut him like as in um experimenting on him, cut him. I don't really know how his victims passed. I think some of them was like, some was gunshots, some was like asphyxiation and things like that. But this one in particular, he could have cut him or was cutting on him or doing some type of, not surgery, but just like removing something. I don't know. Something very gruesome. He's playing like God. He's playing God or had a God complex. Like he can do this. He had lots of inner demons within him. Whatever whatever sickness he had within his his mental, he felt like this was a celebration. Like he didn't see anything wrong with what he was doing. He could have seen things as what he was doing was saving these boys. Maybe he thought he was saving them from a father like the one he had. However that resonates. But he thought he he could have looked at it as he was saving them. You know, those really crazy people that feel like, oh, I'm going to do this in the name of this because I'm going to save you. And in reality, it's really dark and demonic things that they're doing. 
that they're gonna say that they're doing it in the name of this and that to 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 rationalize their thoughts. He had lots um definitely over ten um children that he did this to. Definitely over ten. I feel like they all were not able to be put to rest because nobody truly, really understood why and what happened. Meanwhile, he's able to live his best life. I don't know if he's free, if he's dead. I don't know what happened, but whatever happened, his spirit is not tormented by these things. And I think more than anything, that is what hurts these children that you, whether you're alive, you passed, you went on a death sentence, whatever your story is, there was no remorse. In his mind, he really thought he was saving them from a bad energy. He really thought in his mind he was saving them from their own fathers. That's when hurt people hurt people. That's fucked up. In his mind, he didn't see that he was the demon, that he was the devil doing this. He's seeing it as he was saving them. He had a God complex, Wayne Williams. I don't think he cared about material. He could have cared about material to a certain extent. But he definitely had a God complex. He probably didn't see himself alluring or sexy or attractive in any way. He had lots of inner child issues. Lots of inner child issues. He could have had... Um, issues with women. I don't know his sexual preference. But if he was attracted to women, he could have had issues with women. If he was attracted to men, he could have had issues with men. Whichever he's, whatever float his boat and help him sleep at night, he had issues with attracting that person. Those issues stem from inner child issues. His inner child issues were so detrimental because of however his father raised him. Or whatever negative complex he had towards his father or his mother which caused him to wear a permanent mask. Once he finally got tired of that mask and he had his first victim, that's when people were able to see him for who he truly was and see that he was a beast, he was a monster. They created a monster. Whatever happened to him in his childhood, he took that out on these innocent boys. And in his mind, it was right. If he is passed on when he did pass on or when it was time for him to have some type of remorse, he didn't shed that skin. He didn't have that remorse. It didn't bother him. He could have said even more negative things or more hurtful things that hurt the family when it came time to revealing or asking him questions about what happened. The things that he let out or the things he said could have hurt them more and it could have hurt him even more because he never revealed where they were what happened to them, why he did it he could have been very nonchalant about it his spirit was dead a long time ago whatever happened to him as a child his spirit was dead a long time ago it took his strength from there he became this energy of dog eat dog He used his charm and his looks and his energy to pull people in. 
his talents. Like I said, how he pretended he was hurt. He pretended he was injured to get into getting help from either this kid or his family. So when he pretended he was hurt, that was him using his charisma, his gifts, his charm, his magic. As soon as he got in the door, he attacked. And they seen that, okay, this is a war. This is a fight. He he attacked them. I feel like this person is very strong, whoever he was. Uh, Wayne Williams, I mean, whoever, like, whatever field position he had, as in a work position, he was very strong, like a strong-bodied person. He had lots of drive. Guess his drive was in the wrong areas. Who the fuck is driven to hurt somebody and to hurt some kids? That's fucked up. This person buried him. Um, he buried him where he, like I said, there might be, it's literally like a flower bed or some type of landscape or something that just don't fit. So, okay. If, if he is, if he is buried near this abandoned cottage or something, right? On the other side of the water or whatever it said earlier. And then to me, it looks like he could have planted a bed of flowers or some type of grass or something that's there. It could even be surrounded by rocks. And it's just like, it don't fit. Like, how is these flowers new? Or it looks newer than the house. And the house could have been there way longer than we know. But this flower bed looked fresh. Or, you know what I'm saying? It's it's something like that. Like, when the police and them looked at it, it probably didn't ring a bell at the moment. But now, looking back at it, like, whoa, I do remember a fresh piece of, piece of grass or a fresh crop of fresh flowers or something that was there herbs or something or I do remember something that had that was surrounded by rocks but I didn't know what that was I thought it was landscaping well why would this abandoned place be landscaped why would there be new flowers why wouldn't it just grow natural and be viney like anything else if it's been old and abandoned something like that nobody's overlooking it it could have even been typed up in the in the um evidence could even be something that's already typed up that was observed but it just got overlooked i feel like um he looked at children in a way of like they were he he attacked them and did all that because he felt like they were weaker like he's a coward he would never be able to attack a grown-up yeah he did attack two people like two adults yes but after that, the rest of your victims were kids. So you felt like they were easier. It was an easy target. That's sick. You're weak. Because you know if you tried to kidnap a grown-ass man or a grown-ass woman, they'd probably beat your ass. So he had to target the kids because he looked at them as like they're helpless. There's nothing they can do. They're going to believe you because you're older, you're wiser, you're stronger. That's fucked up. So he looked at it as an easy way to manipulate get over this man had lots of dark energies on him Wayne Williams lots of secrets in that water wherever this water is there's lots of secrets in that water there can even be some bodies in that water 
that was overlooked. Definitely some bodies in the water that's overlooked. I'm seeing at least six bodies. Probably ones that y'all didn't even get the name of, didn't even know, but them kids went missing around that time too. This can be even deeper than that, where y'all found some kids, y'all didn't find all of them. And even the kids y'all found, he never admitted to them. There's at least six that nobody knows about that's in the water. This person, Wayne, I feel like when he was growing up, he could have had people coming at him, targeting him when he was a kid. So it's fucked up that instead of you seeing that and being like, you know what, I'm going to show them how to stand up for themselves. You go in, you be that motherfucker that attacks kids. Like, who does that? That's fucked up. He could have been bullied or tormented or, or picked on or whatever when he was a child. Instead of helping them as an adult, he does the same thing. He never seen the light. I feel like right now, Darren Glass, I feel like his energy is happy right now. Okay, I feel like Darren Glass right now is very happy in spirit world. Um, I would say not really happy because um not really happy of course because of what happened but it's just happy that someone is picking up his story and someone's talking about him i feel like he's rejoicing and he does feel like there could be some justice even just the fact of people hearing this is his justice even if they don't reopen a case and do anything with it the fact that people are listening is his justice he's very very happy for that he's cheering that um i feel like when it comes to his family he sends protection and strength he sends guidance and i also feel like if there is a um a new infant in their family um i feel like that infant is carrying on his spirit or if there will be an infant soon like maybe somebody in his family is pregnant or soon to be pregnant and that person will carry on his energy is what he's saying that's so beautiful is that he'll get another chance to live again through this reincarnation of this person whoever it is in his family um with this card it normally is talking about the unburied dead coming back um and rebirthing and coming through as an ancestor coming through again to have a new chance at life because um they got it taken from them and it was unfair, unjust. So that's very beautiful. If anybody knows his family, they're probably there's probably somebody that's going to be having a little version of him soon. That's beautiful. He's saying with the next deck of cards, my nineties deck of cards. Um what he's saying is that this person could have had multiple kids at once. Um meaning even though we looked at it and we seen it as maybe he was taking one shot at a time, he could have had 
way more than we thought at once. They could have been all in the same home around the same time. Um, what I'm also picking up is that he is saying that he did it alone. He did it alone. He didn't have any help. This man fought with himself a lot, so he couldn't deal with a partnership, somebody working with him. He's saying that this person, um, this Wayne Williams person, he could have um, tried to feed them pizza and play games and do little weird things and then also at the same time flash out on him because all he's doing is recreating a toxic masculine energy that traumatized him. All he can do is recreate those stories. I feel like he had multiple kids in there at once and he tried to entertain them and almost like portray he was a dad. This made him feel bigger. Like he was the judge for once. Like I can tell you what to do or what not to do. When the children would act out or I feel like when something wouldn't go his way that's when he would have to overexert his courage, which was really a cowardly thing because he would hurt the kids. Then he would confuse them and say it was out of love. So this person was really, really fucked up because of the stuff he went through in his own child. Um, I don't know this man's sexuality. He could have liked men. He could have liked men. Um, and that could have been something that his dad tried to beat out of him if he was into men um he could have also had a a toxic feminine energy in his life as well so he just probably just had really bad parents he could have came from money or just had money or made it seem like he had more than what he had his energy was a lot weaker than the way he portrayed I feel like um, he was the type of person that lived out of a suitcase or lived out of bags. Or he was just always the type that nobody would understand where he was going. Like, where are you going? Oh, you're on another trip. You're on another trip. And the whole time he's going on these quote-unquote trips, he's really kidnapping and hurting kids. He could have acted like he was camping or something even if this isn't the forest or or the, um, somewhere near the woods or the water he could have even acted like he was camping when people are asking where he's at where he's going why he's always gone missing this person was facing judgment when he came to court he was facing judgment and i feel like he could have even had a family of his own maybe or they they wasn't looking at the fact that maybe there was um a female energy that knew more than she portrayed maybe the judges were so fixated on him they didn't know that he had an accomplice or a witness or just a partner in crime or somebody that knew something even if he worked alone there's somebody that knew more than what they put out somebody that talked on the phone with him more or I don't know if there. I can't remember if there was texting back in those days. That was so long ago. But maybe it's like a pager. I think those were pager days. This person's a creep. It could have even been the fact that maybe 
this woman left him or this woman started judging him because she felt like he was creepy or things were not adding up or maybe she's seen what he did or she got some type of insight that he liked boys or that he liked little people or something like that it was something that I feel like they couldn't fix she couldn't fix and she judged him on it it was something that was not normal that wasn't natural and it could have been even something she was surprised at. Like, she didn't see that coming from him. So to my last deck of cards, my hermetic deck. Okay, let's see. He came off very strong, very strong-willed. He could have even been flashy. Like, he could like to show off things, had nice outfits, cars, clothes, whatever. Um, this person could have seemed and came off like they had a big heart or that they were nurturing. But I feel like in reality, this person was stuck in the energy of not wanting to change their ways, not wanting to heal through what his family and his childhood put him through. He didn't want to heal through that shit. So since he didn't heal through it, he never was able to see his truth, which is he's a monster. I feel like since he was never able to sit in his truth, he just took that fire and burned everybody. Hurt people, hurt people. He didn't use his intuition, his insights, his gifts to help others. So that was his final judgment. I don't know if he, I, I had to look at the story after I'm done channeling. And see if he had the death penalty or what happened with him. But I felt like his final judgment um, for him to confess and to come clean, he didn't. He only admitted to two adults. He didn't admit to the kids. He, he pretty much held that in. And it's like because of that, he's still holding on to strength. He's still taking strength from the families because they're lost. They don't know what's going on. In a way that's messing with their emotions and manipulating them. He could have asked for money or some type of wealth in order to give them the answers. It still didn't work. still didn't happen. Or he could have turned down the money. Yeah, he turned down the money. He turned down money. He could have gotten an offer to be paid just to tell them what's going on. They just wanted to know what was up with the kids. But like his his girl or his wife or whoever his spouse is, whether he was straight or gay, whoever his spouse was, um, this person could have even chose to spoke up for the children and they didn't. Whoever that person was, I feel like they didn't even try to exert their force. They didn't even try to speak up for him. They could have been more so um, worried about money as well, whoever this person is. This person could have suffered their own death as their own karma for not speaking out the truth or for being an accomplice. This person's mental could have been messed up. Yeah, I feel like this person, um, whoever this lover or this spouse is, could have had their own issues that they were going through mentally because they did not reveal and tell the truth on what this person was doing. Instead, they decided to hold this power. It was like, 
it all is uh, it all is about power. I have power over this family because I know where your son is. I know where your daughter is and you don't. I have power over this person and I can make them cry at a drop of a dime because I will never tell them what I did to their kid. That's so fucked up. So because they're able to hold on to that power for all these years, that that itself was enough for them. That itself is like enough to make their happiness mean the world. They didn't care if they were in jail or not. As long as other people didn't know what happened to their kid, that's all that mattered. So I feel like um, if basically in their minds, in their sick, twisted mind, whether this is a woman and a man or him and his spouse, if he liked the man, whoever this person was, that was with this person um that knew about what he was doing and just didn't say anything they felt like if they carried this secret to the grave of where these kids were they won that's all that mattered like as long as nobody knew what really went down what really happened that possibly that there was somebody else that knew about what happened even that there was another witness or another person, another suspect, whatever, an accomplice, whatever the word is called. The fact that nobody knew that and this person could walk away freely. And the fact that they knew all Wayne Williams' secrets, knew all the secrets of these babies that were never found or never got their story out. To them, holding that secret to their grave or to their deathbed is the will of fortune itself for them. To them, they won. They don't care if you give them jail time. They didn't care what you gave them as long as you never got the answers. And that is so cold. So cold. Yeah. They didn't care if you turned their world upside down. You took everything that they owned. It didn't matter. To them, their knowledge was everything. They definitely lost everything. Or he definitely lost everything. Went to the big house. This person could have been writing. Person could have been writing the other person the whole time. And nobody even paid attention to that. Nobody paid attention to it. Yeah, this person definitely was a love offer or some type of love offering or some type of lover. That nobody paid attention to. There was too much despair and cruelty and, and messed up energies to see that. To think that, oh, maybe this person loved somebody. You see what I'm saying? Like, there's so much death and chaos and destruction in this story that people overlook the fact that this motherfucker could have had a person that they loved that knew all their secrets that could help us resolve a lot of these issues. That person's protected because nobody would ever think to look at that person. This person mixed business and pleasure, meaning Wayne told and pillow talked with this person he slept with or was with, and they knew his dirty deeds. This person did not make any action or did not have any um, integrity. Or didn't even think twice about trying to rat him out. 
I feel like to rat him out, it would be like unfulfilling to them. That's sick. That's that's like a sociopath, a psychopath, pretty much. And the messed up part is there's probably somebody else that knows about his stories that has similar psychopathic, sociopathic tendencies as he did. That's just scot-free. So what I take from that whole story of what Darren Glass is telling us and his spirit is telling us is that he's somewhere in Georgia that is near some type of water creek pond lake that has some type of fresh system of water, meaning it can even be a small, tiny waterfall, but it's somewhere where the water is able to produce fresh water that he could be on the other side of the water where you didn't even look at because there's a four-way. So somebody could, they could have looked at one area and didn't look at the next. He could be by an abandoned home, abandoned shed, outhouse, something like that. That's been sitting there forever that nobody looks at, that nobody knows that who owns it or something like that. He's also saying that they're around that time, because again, this is a long time ago, so around that time, when the evidence was fresh, that this this there was some type of fresh grass, fresh flowers, a fresh bed, some type of new plants that somebody overlooked. They could even be still in evidence right now, the pictures. Where it's like, wow, I didn't even realize it was fresh back then because it was so much, so much death. So many bodies they were trying to find, so much chaos, it got overlooked. Now, all these years later, when things are settled down a little bit more, if they did decide to pull it back up, it might be right there in their face. It also let us know that he was not alone, meaning he could have carried out all the actual dark acts himself, but he's not the only one carrying around his secrets. Meaning there's other somebody else in this world, at least somebody he was close to that he loved, whether it was a lover, a friend, a family member, somebody that knew his dirty, dark secrets. And nobody looked at that person twice and asked them or questioned them about anything. Or if you did question them, you didn't attest to the fact that this person could be an accomplice. You just overlooked that person in general when this person knows all the dirty deeds that this person has done. The next part he let us know was that this person pretended to be hurt while he was either playing in the backyard or this person distracted his family, pretended he was hurt, and then snatched him in some type of way. Whether it was at the backyard or whatever it was, they were distracted. They weren't looking at the kid. They were worried about this hurt stranger and trying to make sure they took care of him. The next part he let us know also was that there was a clue that was overlooked, and it has something to do with where he was buried. And when I'm seeing these things, I'm seeing it like it's a seed. So I really feel like there's a garden somewhere. And the garden kind of came out as well, right outside of a house. So that's all the messages that we have from Darren Glass, a 10-year-old that went missing September 14th, 1980, was never found, was never heard from again. This is his story. And thank you for listening. Please share this around to as many people as you can. People that grew up around that time. People that might have heard this story when they were kids. Or their mom might have shared this story with them. Whoever, whatever. People that live in Atlanta. 
just share it to as many people as you can so that his spirit can get some type of justice. Even if it's just justice from us, from hearing his story, I do feel like this baby does deserve to rest. Thank you for listening. Until next time, I'm Nola Moon. Peace.